<laughs> Ow now, brown cow. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the first day of the rest of your life. We are at Talk Hard Podcast Studios here in New York City. We are live. Holy shit. <laughs> oh I may have ate too many caffeine gummies. Holy crap. At the same time, drinking Celsius. I don't How know. is <laughs> your addiction manifesting in your life today? Well... Let me tell you something. I'm all hopped up on caffeine and cocaine. Well, I t- caffeine and cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man, here we go, Marty. What do we talk about on this show? I mean, Marty. I think this show is... What did I say? Did I say did I say radio again? No, you said podcast, and we're getting there. Woo! See? Winning, baby. Winning. My brain is you designed can retrain to... the brain. <laughs> my, my brain is designed to win. I think that's kind of a, a topic of what uh, I would like to talk to, uh, talk to about. I want to talk to about it. Okay, we'll talk to about it. <laughs> oh, shoot. I'm not, I'm not judging you. Someone give out me there some more. Give me some more gummies real quick, Chris Cobb on the... Chris Corn off okay, the cop. Okay, be careful when you say gummies or you're going to end up getting like a... I want to I want to put this guy out there. Okay. Uh, punched. Punched. Zoom in, Chris. Like, do one of those things. Punched energy. It's uh, all natural. 100%. Mil, 100 milligrams of uh, caffeine. All natural. All natural caffeine. You know, it comes from uh, the cocoa plant, uh, which is basically... <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. What was I saying? Something about... We're going to talk to something. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I lost it. I lost it, Chris Cobb. Catch. Take my strong Ow. hand. <laughs> Take it with the <laughs> God love you, Chris. God I love, love him. You. I swear I do. I forgot. You no, were talking about the thought process of a winning mindset. Oh, the winning mindset, yes. So... My brain is designed to I think all of our brains are designed to win. And I think this is where a lot of people kind of don't understand this. Is that you are currently winning. And what that means is like if you're losing, you're currently winning. Because that, it's all about re, what we need to do mostly in life. And what I need to do is the subconscious, right? So the unconscious now is what it's called. I like it because I get that. You know, it makes sense. It's it's this world we live on autopilot. And I say that 80% of the time, if not more, maybe it's 90% of the time, and maybe you have a different statistic because my statistics seem to be flawed at times. Um, ninety. I'm going to say 90. 90% of my day is ran off my unconscious subconscious. Okay, so scientifically they say 46 to 52%. I disagree. Uh, I think they're liars. I want to see the study. Chris, whip up the study and go. But either or being so, if that's the case, yep. it's our subconscious that is what is effing us throughout our day. Because it, 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 it is designed to win. And it's designed to do to travel the path of least resistance. It's designed to get from point A to point B with no interference, no drama, no troubles, no nothing, right? So we have programmed our mind, our subconscious, to do things in a certain way, to systematically handle situations without uh, us being aware of them. Mm-hmm. So the whole point of my brain is designed to win is 
it's currently winning at that. It's current. Your, your mind is currently winning at losing. Your mind is currently winning at traveling the path, the least resistance. Your mind is currently winning. So what the, what I'm proposing is that we have to change the subconscious. We have to change the way we are wired, Brian. And we, we talk about that a the lot. Unconscious. Right. So the, that is a very simple concept that is incredibly difficult. Incredibly difficult. And there's ways, and this, this is one of those things too, it takes time. It takes practice. It takes becoming constantly, consciously aware of your thoughts. Because I believe, and I know it to be true, and we've talked about this, you, you being a coach, and you know, you're, you're, you've been a coach for many years. You're just kind of fine-tuning it, right? Right. Um, but being that our thoughts, like we have, like have 50,000, roughly 50,000 thoughts a day. Fifty to 70,000 thoughts a day, and the operation behind it is that our conscious mind can only process a few seven things at one time and only about 100,000 bits of information out at, at like a moment in time, meaning all the things, and that goes, I'm talking about like looking at the pictures on the wall and feeling the wind. These are all things that we're processing, not that are seven part things of the thoughts. You can seven things. And that is- Which a, is why your phone number is- Seven to ten digits. And that's a macro of what is actually there. Mm-hmm. It's a macro, right? So if, if you... It's all about changing your thoughts. Because I believe your thoughts control your feelings. Your beliefs dictate your thoughts. Your thoughts control your feelings. Your feelings control your actions. Your actions create your results. That's like the... I love it. The psycho-cybernetic loop, they call it. So, I love that. And it's, it's kind of this weird... What, what, what's the word I was using? Uh, synchronicity mm-hmm. of, of life and kind of what we're doing and the books that I'm reading and the, the podcast I'm listening to and then the conversations that we have on here, yep. the conversations we have outside of here and the conversations I've had with several other people, including my therapist. Um, I am starting to get what maybe you were at three or four months ago. You know, on on trying to reprogram my brain because I'm I'm very much understanding the fact that our thoughts dictate our entire way of our perception on everything. Like the victim mindset, we talk about that a lot. Like that is a thought. That is life is unfair. This is so hard. If you say in your subconscious or you tell yourself or these thoughts are in your head, like we have 50,000 thoughts. And if the thought is constantly in your head, how life is unfair, this is unfair. This is so hard. I can't do this. Then your mind and your body will accommodate that thought. It will accommodate that belief system that's what i'm saying so it starts with appropriate what you believe in the the difficult side of this whole entire spectrum that takes the simplistic reality of a thought mm-hmm. and makes it hard is the belief the belief system because a belief is what we know to be true right i have tried everything they say <laughs> quote unquote and it never works right okay but have you my question as a coach is typically what does everything mean to you yeah explain it and then it's usually two or three things. And then you're like, okay. When they talk about diet and then you get into the why. But again, the why comes from a belief. Why do you want to do this? Because I believe this is my destiny. So you believe something and that controls your thoughts. I believe I'm not good enough. So now my thoughts are I'm not good enough. And then your thoughts, everything else is going to act appropriate to Straight that, down to your to feelings. Belief, now right? you feel worthless. Right. Then your actions are created out of a worthless feeling. Right. 
and then your results are worthless. And so you're like, yep, it's true. Yeah, belief. But and, and compounds the belief. It system. literally just burns it into your brain more. Right. So I think, I don't think, I know this to be a fact too, because I used to do, uh, Brian Kendrick used to make me, remember when Brian Kendrick used to put post-its all over everybody's walls and doors mm-hmm. and mirrors and these, they're these positive affirmations. And we were all like, shut the hell up, you tree hugging <laughs> Blah! you know because like you're powerful yeah. enough you're good enough you're pretty you know you're smart enough you can do this i'm like brian you know like <laughs> shut up yep, i, <laughs> I hate it. you and all your positivity oh, but for sure but positive affirmation so all day long you have two types of conversations you have you have a conversation that you have with another human being and you have the conversation that happens in here all day long and this is the war that I talk about inside my mind, right? This is, I've talked about it many times. I talk about it with my therapist. I've, I've tried to explain it to other people, but I have a constant battle inside of here of, you know, I can do this. I should do this. I need to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. This is very bad for me, but I'm going to, do that. and then it's like, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. You're going to fail. You're not good enough. You, you don't have it in you. You can't, you can't persevere through that. All these just battles constantly. And this battle is going on in my head without my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Constantly. And it's no wonder that some of my results are not where I want them to be. Uh, not some, a lot of them. Because I have this battle telling me I can do more, I can do better, I can do, I should have done this differently, and it's this constant battle. And that's the conversation that's going on in here. Sometimes, con- sometimes consciously, most of the time unconsciously. Right. And it's, it, it's no, if this thoughts, even subconscious thoughts, have a way of affecting my feelings, then it's no wonder just like you said, I love how you broke that down. Your, your thoughts, your feelings, and then it goes into your actions. Mm-hmm. And then you see your results of your actions. Yep. And they're worthless. Yep. So therefore, it compounds the fact that I'm worthless. It's a massive domino effect. And it just makes so much sense that no wonder I feel the way I feel about certain things in my life and things of how I'm doing and how I'm not doing and, and the procrastination. And I tell myself I'm lazy. I have told you on this show many times that I'm lazy by nature, that I'm a, a procrastinator, that I, I want to sit on the couch. That's compounding that thought and turning it into a belief. And that belief system serves me zero. So that's why I'm here today. That's what I want to talk about because I want to change that belief system. I want to be constantly aware with those dumb thoughts that's ultimately running, not running, ultimately hurting and hindering my growth as a human being in my job, in my relationships. So that's a lot, right? I'm all whacked out. I love out, it. No, caffeine. no, I love it. Like, it's got me <laughs> spinning, and I'm trying to think of the direction I want to, like, head with this because there's, there's the coach side. And, again, I want to clarify because I see so many people out there that Please are like, clarify that. I'm a coach. Yeah. And then they're giving people instructions. You are not a coach. You're a mentor. A mentor. And you better or hope that your information holds true because if it doesn't, you could be liable for a lot of things. You're, you're, you could possibly mess somebody up seriously messing somebody up and if they're paying you money for it they can sue the shit out of you for it right, right. so be careful 
Because I had the same misrepresentation, right? I, I before, before I got into more of the details because I wanted to understand the coaching side of it more. Mm-hmm. And the more books I read, the more I started to really like question the direction. Then I went to a full-on course. Which, which is great, too, because <sighs> you can actually look at that and say, and, and from experience, and say that I was wrong. Absolutely. Yes. And I, I had it that. completely backwards. And it's experience. Because here's the scary part. You don't need to be certified to be a coach, which right. is super scary. Right. Because that's like saying you don't need to be certified to be a doctor. You're giving somebody directions on their life, and you have no clue what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's a little crazy to me. Yeah. But I, I get it. Something just didn't sit right with me when I first heard that. I was like, eh. You know, people make fun of life coaches, and a lot of people have these views on it. Like, what the hell is a life coach? What do you know about life? It's not about what I know about life. It's what I know that you can know about life. First and foremost, if you guys have a life coach or a coach, make sure they're certified. Please. I mean, because otherwise, it's just somebody who thinks they know shit that they may not know anything about. Now, I will shift hats through a coaching session, but I make it very clear as it's happening. And it, it comes from a place of, may I make a suggestion? It's not, this is going to fix your problem. It's, may I make it suggestion? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if I were to be he's actually this- He's actually asked me that question probably 40 times. <laughs> so in and this- every time I say yes, but I, I'm like, with regret. <laughs> yes, you can. Mm. Well, I'm going to ask everybody yeah. to make a suggestion. Is it possible that the things that you're thinking just flat out aren't true? Right. That's another thing we do, though, right? We believe create stuff that isn't even real. The most empowering thing you will ever go through is realizing that most of your thoughts aren't true. Yeah. They're called limiting beliefs. They're psychologically broken down on a whole doctorate level. But just because you think it doesn't make it true. (sighs) And that is so hard to comprehend at first until you break free of that. Because we're we're taught that if you think it, it's true. Mm Mm-hmm. If you, uh, uh, let me change that. If you believe it, it's true. Right. Because in a sense, to you it is. Yes. And to you, it's just as debilitating as if it was actually real. That's the power of the mind. Right. Is the thought is just as debilitating. And the funny thing is, is people, when I tell people to take time imagining a better life Mm -hmm. and they're like, that's stupid. But you imagine the worst case scenario Every chance you get. And you dwell and you worry and you, you actually act accordingly to that. You literally imagine it to fruition. Yeah. And then everything happens and you wonder why it happened because the times when you imagined all these bad things and it didn't happen, all you said to yourself was, whew, not, wow, I was wrong. You just kind of like, thank God that just got happen. by on that one. Uh, yeah. You didn't take time to acknowledge that you were wrong. Not only that you were wrong, but you, how much time you wasted on on that and how much energy you spent on that wrong thought or you worry. The shittiest part is about most people, they're so afraid of the possible result that, that they, they don't even go they, try to find it. They don't do it, yeah. Yeah, I was that guy. I spent so much time over the past three or four years facing fears Because of the fact that it was driving me nuts. I used to do it when I was a kid and I'd lost it somewhere where I was afraid of the dark because there were monsters and I had this imagination that was so real. And so I finally got to a day where I was like, I'm shutting the lights off and I'm just going to deal with this until it's okay. I think I saw it on like the bodyguard actually. I remember, I wonder if everybody was afraid of the dark. I remember I had to, uh, when we hung out uptown, 
my first time I had to actually deal with being scared of the dark. We hung out uptown at night mm-hmm. in a well-lit area around the courthouse, you know, and uh, I had everybody went home, and I had to walk home by myself on a street that didn't really have any street lights, and it was, like, super eerie and super, I was super scared. And I, I think that was the moment when I realized that, you know, there's nothing in there. Here's the crazy part. There's nothing inside that darkness. <laughs> so when we, when I was little, I used to have to take out the trash. I mean, I still do as an adult, but it was different because <laughs> my dad was telling me to do it. And now I just do it because I really am trying to make my wife not do it as much as possible, but she's home way more than me. Yeah. So I'd take it out and I would walk out the back door, hang a right, go to the end of the house, which was only 20, 30 feet, make another right. And that was the side of the yard that had no lights. And the trash cans were all the way towards the front of the house because then you just open the fence and take the trash out to the front for the garbage man. So I'd have to walk down this long, dark pathway. Now, I would walk there in the dark knowing where I was going was to get to the trash can. As soon as I turned around and it was over, I would run back. <laughs> like something was chasing Because you. now I'm afraid of something. I just walked past everything that could attack me, but now I think it's going to come from behind because now I can't see now behind something, me. Something's chasing you. Yeah. Now, and I would constantly. Would run all the way back till I got around Chris the corner where laughing. the light was. Chris is laughing right now because he does that today. <laughs> Same experience. Here's the thing. Now break that down psychologically. What are you afraid of? What's in the dark? That's why I used to tell people, I'm not afraid of the dark. I'm afraid of what's in it. And What is in it? I don't know. That's the problem. Uh, I see where yeah, you did that. Yeah. The I don't know. The I don't know is what scares everybody because we want to know. But if you knew everything, then what the hell do you exist for? Mm. So Marty has been reading a book. Mm. Amazing book. Called Unbleep Yourself. Unbleep. Not, I don't go Google Unbleep Yourself. It's called Unfuck Yourself with an asterisk mark. And Chris, don't bleep that one out because it's okay. That's the title of the book. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a, it's, a, you know, it's a book that I, 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 I skimmed through maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. And never really read it because I have a problem with focus. And, and, and here I am uh, compounding my belief system that mm-hmm. I have a problem with focus. But in, in, instead of dealing with that, so I've, I've recently tuned into Audible. So I downloaded on Audible. I let them read it to me as I'm reading it in the book mm-hmm. and I get to underline and do my thing, you know, but I'm, I actually get to pay attention more because what it happens is I'll, I'll read a paragraph and I'll see something I really like and then I'll focus on that paragraph and next thing you know, 10 minutes went by and then I haven't read anymore. So when you do an audible, it re it doesn't stop for you. So you have to just keep following along. You can't mm-hmm. just let your mind go somewhere else. Like it always does. You, okay. He's still going and I want to pay attention, but yeah, it, it's a book that, basically tells you know I'm maybe halfway through it and it's telling me everything I kind of already knew but it's putting it into words at a much um, intellectual level to make I, so I can understand it right it's putting he's, he's telling stories that I'm like oh yeah I get that I relate to that I do that I, I am that and it he's got you know I haven't got to the end yet but I can't wait to get to the end because you know that's where the uh, how do we fix this kind of part comes in <laughs> yeah well, it's just like a, 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 a negative belief system, uh-huh. a positive belief system. I, I know it to be true. I didn't know how much I was actually in a negative belief system because I think that I'm a positive person. And I look at things and I, and I don't dwell on things too much. 
Uh, I don't uh, allow somebody else outside of my my three my hula hoop, as they say in recovery, my three foot circle to to affect me too much. Um, but I wasn't aware of how much conversation goes on inside this head. And I really got to thinking about it and I've really become more aware of it in the last few days. And there's a lot of negative conversation going on in there. There's a lot of it. And so much so I'm just like, no wonder I feel the way I feel sometimes. Now, just to give everybody a heads up that again, balance that will never go away because if all you do is replace it with positivity, then what actually is it? You have to have a negative for there to be a positive. It's just about finding the right version of the balance and being aware of the negative and not allowing it to control your life. Because you can't just eliminate negative. It's not humanly possible. Gotcha. Right? So you have to embrace the positive because you will always exist in negative, positive. They call it primal or powerful, or they call it parasympathetic or sympathetic. Okay. Fight or flight or rest and relaxation. This is when your heart rate jumps or it stays in a, an easy space. And what most people don't realize is if you wore a watch that told you what your heart rate was all the time and you actually monitored it, you are way more in fight or flight when you, than you realize. There are times when my watch will tell me to breathe and I have no idea why until I look at my heart rate and I'm like, what the hell's going on right now, right? Like, why is my watch telling me to breathe? I'm breathing or I'd be dead, right? No, it's because my heart rate is too high because in that moment, there's so much going on. Mm -hmm. And I've spoke about this before. I've had a full-blown anxiety attack and had no idea it was happening. Yeah. That's crazy. And that's the subconscious. And that's that's why I'm always, that's why lately, especially lately, I'm just like, I am completely unaware of mm-hmm. my thoughts. And I, I, I know that I'm not alone. I, did, I work with a lot of people. I work with a lot of people, a lot of people really close to me. I see, I, I'm, I'm a people studier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I like to watch people and see their, you know, their demeanors and, and you know, how they uh, interact with certain situations. And, and it's just like the Will Smith thing, like when, when he laughed and then he saw his wife. Like, I love to study that type of right. behavior, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but what the flip side of all this is, is like, habits are formed, right? Habits are formed, good or bad. It takes a, it takes a long time to develop a bad habit. I would argue to say probably less time than it does to take to develop a good habit, probably. Bad habits? Yeah. The thing is, they're easier. Maybe that's it, yeah. And most of us, so your your general format, again, I, I speak in a lot of, like, uh, technical terms, meaning, like... We know. We use technology now to, to speak about things in the psychological world, like psycho-cybernetic loop. It's just your thought process. But people consider the brain a computer, so people understand it better when you speak about it that way, right? So... Most of the way we are wired as humans is happening during the age zero to seven. Okay. And we are rebellious. That's sad to know. It's, know. it's super sad to know because it's completely out of our control. I wish my parents knew that. You know? I wish I knew that when my kids were that age. And that's why I try to embrace their parents. My kids will be listening to podcasts and (laughs) (laughs) positive motivating stuff. That's where your belief system comes from, right? That's when you find out about Santa and he's not real and all these things. And you start to question things. And like all these things are happening as you're starting to understand your belief system. And then from seven to about 23, 
is when that belief system becomes almost solidified to some level because that's when you really start to understand your thoughts more and they become experiences that you now attach real emotions to long lasting emotions too. And that's why a lot of kids that are traumatized. And I believe that's why addiction typically starts at the age of 12. Cause that's when you've had three or four years to live in this weird space. And now shit's starting to get weird. Yeah. And you want to escape. And plus you got your chemical stuff happening. Right. Puberty, puberty, and, all these things yeah. like that is a dangerous space for an adolescent period. Yeah. But by the time you're 25 and you feel like you've grown up and you've become an adult, now your belief system is like solidified. And it's based off stuff during adolescence. You know, that's, that's, it's, it's freaky. Yeah. But keep going. I'll, I'll dive into this well, later. What I was thinking too, you know, there are studies that's shown neuroplasticity. Mm-hmm. And I know you know about this is like your thoughts have, there's science that shows that your thoughts actually change the physical form of your brain. Mm-hmm. Like, but yet we're so unaware of our thoughts throughout our day to day, which is so the goal behind it. And I, I, I'm actually going to I just bought the book. I'm going to read into it because it's got me fascinated now because I'm hearing you speak about it mm-hmm. and knowing what I know about all the other books I've already dove into. Yeah. yeah. So neurons that fire together, wire together. OK, <laughs> I like it. So when you have a positive thought and you keep it going, you're teaching your brain to live in that space because it will then take that neuron and move it into the unconscious it creates a habit goal your unconscious is where all your habits come from that's why you don't think about writing your name that's why you don't think about most of the things you do that's why when you're riding a bike it was very difficult but now you could just jump on it and do it because you've created that habit right and so you fire your neurons together with the proper thinking but you have to do it and believe it is the problem you can't just wake up and be like i'm good enough and think that one day you're going to wake up feeling good enough. You, you have to think it. You have to, repetition creates You have to habits. believe it's possible. It doesn't have to be true in the moment. You have to believe there's a space for it to exist. That's yeah. why I talk yeah. about imagination. You have to imagine a better life until you get there. Because it is possible. And that's, the brain doesn't know the difference between what you're imagining and what's going on outside it of you. Really it really doesn't. doesn't. Yeah, it don't. They've either. done other studies on this. And I tell people to research this all the time. There are people that have studied people that imagine exercising and their muscles actually growing. I believe it. I do. I believe it. The power of the mind is so. It's insane. Yeah. And we don't utilize it at all. Yeah. And so when you talk about you, you hear all these things when you're speaking of like, I have all these conversations that I'm not even aware of. Mm -hmm. Those are your habits. Which We, We are habitual by nature, which is why half of our day scientifically on average. I say 90. On average. Gotcha. Meaning like you still have to think about whether or not you want to go right or left or which way you actually want to get there in case traffic or there's a lot of other things that come into the space of conscious thoughts. Okay. Your active conscious thoughts as far as like changing your day is probably closer to 10 to 15%. Yeah. The rest of your conscious thoughts are making conscious decisions on like something happens at work and should I go file this or should that's a conscious thought. Your unconscious thoughts are your habits. And when your negative habits are built from the time you were a child and they weren't changed as you went into adolescence and they're now solidified and now you have to go back. This is why people recommend therapy and I do too. I don't work in conjunction with therapists. They work on your past. I want you to move forward. Gotcha. 
So you dig deep into your past with your therapist. I don't ever want to speak about it as a coach. I want to know where you want to go. Yeah. And I want to help you unlock the thought process to get you there. Because you know how to get there. Everybody on the planet does. You just don't know that you know. Because yeah. you only know what you know, and you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> I love it. That's, That's just so, the truth. I mean, really, say that to yourself a couple times, ladies and gentlemen. Because that, if you can actually take on that and understand what that means, it's very simple. But just say it to yourself a couple times. I promise you, you'll be like, oh, yeah. Because, man, have it. And I, I, I work with people, and I see people, and I watch people, and, and you know, people are so stuck, and including myself in a lot of ways. And, of course, I'm looking at everybody else uh, in the last couple of years and, and not really diving deep into me so much. I mean, I, I go through counseling. I go through therapy. I do meetings, I guess, you know, step work, I, 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 you know, all these things. But really, though, this, uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited about this knowledge and, and what this book is, is helping me to understand about me and how I've been beep myself for, for quite a while now. And, um, you know, and it all is something so simple as your thoughts, your thoughts dictate how you feel. And, and, you know, what's our number one goal? We want to feel good, right? I mean, that's, that's, uh, we as human beings, like I, I, I would love to wake up every morning and just feel good. Like the sun is out, the birds are chirping, you know, I got a cup of coffee, you know, like I want to feel good. And uh, ways to do that is, is changing that bad habit, that, that subconscious and, and changing my thoughts, uh, which are the conversations in my head about an upcoming thing, whether it be five minutes from now or two days from now, whatever that is, and really just kind of being aware of the conversation that's happening inside me. Because um, just like if you tell yourself, this is bad, this is unfair, that's exactly what you're going to, that's what your belief system is going to be and your body and your actions are going to align with that according to that belief. But in the same token, on the flip side of the coin, if you tell yourself, I'm going to succeed, I got this, I'm going to do this, like that's your, like this is going to be hard work and I can do this. I can do, I can absolutely do this. Not only saying it, but actually coming to the point where you say it enough and you're just like in the in the bad habit thing, your body, your actions are going to act accordingly. You know, when you win, you're going to. And then the thing about that is like what I said at the beginning of this podcast was you're winning. Your mind is designed to win. Well, you were winning at losing because that's what your brain, your subconscious is designed to do. It's designed to go, take that path of least resistance, regardless of the outcome out here, because you want the outcome out here, but your brain is telling, your subconscious is telling you, this is how we win, and this is how you're comfortable. We want you to stay comfortable. We want you to have not, you know, all these different things. We want you to be comfortable and safe, and you're going to win. But if you can change your subconscious into saying that that's not actually winning, this is winning. That's where it's at. So with... I don't know if any of that made sense. I hope yeah, so. Yeah, no, it, it, to me it does. But then again, I've... Right. Again, here's the crazy thing. We all focus on diet and exercise. Yes, it's... Okay. Why? Most of us want to diet and exercise because we want the outside world to see a different person. Sadly true. That is the majority of why people diet. I want to look good naked. Some I mean. people... <laughs> me too. <laughs> You do. 
Some people just um, I've never seen him naked. I just disclosure. Don't lie, Marty. Um, (laughs) Some people will do it for themselves, right? Because, but but they're still it's partial, and I get that because it is for me too. I'm not I'm not dis dissing anybody that is doing it for that reason because I enjoy it too. Like I enjoy people saying, you know, hey, you look good, man. I wish I had your body. Blah 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 blah. Ego, right? There is fun with that, right? People look at ego. Absolutely, ego is not a bad thing. You. Life and, and accomplishing some goals right. takes a certain level of ego. Yeah. Period. And when the ego turns to arrogance, that's when you got to check yourself. Yes. Right? It's, it's the you. difference in how you treat people based on your experiences. But when you talk about the thought process and how you, how you rewire and think about what's happening, again, you know, we all focus on what's happening outside. Mm-hmm. But there's, and again, people, please, F and use Google. And don't just or just listen to our podcast repeatedly. But I want them to do the research I did because if you're actually serious enough about it, like I have been, you will go. And I don't mean just like click on the first one. Do some real research. Look at some valid people that have done it, that have actually had experience with it. They, you talk about like Jocko Wilnick, who now has a book out that talks about leadership and all these different things that comes from this space of. There are people that go to war and never come back the same. Then there are people that go to war and do stuff that is unimaginable and they come back stronger. It's how they took it in the brain. It's, it's partially how they were wired as children, which is unfortunate because some people really shouldn't be in the military. I think the military needs to do a little bit more psychological diving into people before they allow people to go do those unthinkable things because killing someone is not as easy as it looks in the movies. Yeah. Let's just break that down. As truth be told, they don't actually care. Uh, you're absolutely right. Yeah. But so what I'm saying is, is it's it's still perception, right? Because somebody, two people can go through the same experience and come out completely different. True. You can break up with a woman; it can ruin your life. I can break up with a woman and be like, "Cool, who's next?" <laughs> What's that? How's that saying go? Next, right? So it's just it's it's the way that you allow what is happening outside of you to impact you, and that's the biggest difference that people need to change. Right there, right? Victim mindset. Perception. Which is perception. How I and what, what I say this and I use the word I, I I like exonerate the word choose. How I choose to look at something because most people don't realize that they're making that choice. They just this happens that happened to me, you know, and my, my mindset is I never, I never say anything happened to me anymore. Like you'll never hear me say that happened to me. No, no, that happened for me. Absolutely. Everything does. It happened for me. Cause that's the mindset where you can actually win and, and, and go through something. You don't, you don't go through something, you grow through something, that little bumper sticker. Right. But it's so true. It's such a profound mindset to be in like that didn't happen to me like that happened for me well the tony robbins and I get the ability great quote on that is how was the worst thing that ever happened to you the best thing that ever happened to you yeah like, like what did you do to take that and not allow it to change you in the worst way possible right you again you grow through pain you grow through change you you fail forward there's there's all these fun bumper stickers which are great they are but no one pays attention to them. Well, they do. They read them at a, at a superficial level. And they right? might have an aha moment and they do nothing about it. And then nothing. everybody's bitching about their life. And I'm sitting there like, what are you doing about it? Don't. Don't. Like, don't complain to me. 
about where you are and how you are and what's happening to you. I'll listen to you and on some level be empathetic because I have respect for you, but I will not feel sorry for you. Right. Because on some level, I believe that most people out there have such a, a wired predisposition that they believe because of what society overall the past 40, 50 years, for a long time, you smoke weed, you lose your brain cells forever. It makes you stupid, right? <laughs> dope. They call it dope for a reason because it makes you a dope. Right. You're hardwired was the way people believe the brain. Now there's neuroplasticity and you can rewire. Now these new things happening. So I get it. All this stuff that's happening right now is pretty new. But when you talk about what that looks like and how to move forward from it, it goes deeper into the aspects of Tony Robbins was recently speaking about something and he said, what do you think people think about the most, the past, the present, or the future? Probably the past. Okay. What do you think people think about more, what they can control or what they can't control? Absolutely, what they can't control. And then they wonder why their life looks this way. You're looking backwards and you're looking about things or looking at things that you have no control over. There is one thing in the world that you can control no matter what. And if you would take the time to imagine it, it gets possible is what you can control is yourself. You can control your emotions. You can control your thoughts. You can control your beliefs. If you choose to take the action to do something about it, it doesn't just come overnight. It took you it took me 37 years to get to where I was and then took me five years to get to where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It didn't happen overnight. I get that. And I've still like recently struggled. I was going through a lot recently and everything just seemed to be falling apart around me because I was letting all the outside world affect me again. It was, I'm back in my unconscious. It happens, right? It happens. Yeah. Now am I going to beat myself over it? No. What did I do? I went back and was like, what changed? Well, I know what changed. I haven't been listening to as much audiobooks in the morning. I haven't been reading as much when I get home because I'm tired and I have an excuse. I allowed things to change. So when things change, things change. Well, <laughs> you, I, want, I want to draw that point out that you just made. He said, I allowed. I allowed things to change. He didn't say things changed and, 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 and people did something to me. No. That's accountability. That's, that's taking responsibility for what you allowed to happen because that's the key for everyone out there who's listening. Nobody can make you feel a certain way. Nobody can, if you take on the mindset that we're talking about right now, like nobody can make you do something. No one can make you feel something. And if they do make you feel something, it's up to you. You have a choice, a conscious choice to either, you can, and we talk about this often, like I get it, like things hurt, some people uh, betray you, things hurt physically, emotionally, spiritually. Okay, take that moment, but don't live in it. No. And so many people want to live in that because it's somewhere along, like somewhere along the line, if your life is not where you want it to be, you're overweight, you're, you're, you're not where you want to be in your career, your relationship is falling, somewhere in your subconscious, you decided that that was okay. That it was, because it, if it's not okay, you would not tolerate that, that discontent feeling. Funny thing is I didn't realize I said that. That's where I'm at now is that I didn't even realize that I said it because I allowed it. That's just my new way of thinking. Yep. And see, that's it. But that's I've been habit. telling myself that every single day, like, knock it off. You're allowing this to happen. It's not, this is just happening. 
I'm a, it, it is it is just a reality of actual life and people and again I'm not it's tough to talk about this in the space where I'm at because I want people to be here and it was not easy getting here like I had to have a genuine desire and it's taken work but even going back to like when you say it's going to take hard work and like I get that but it's only as hard as you make it right Again, responsibility, right? It's like, it's hard because I say it's hard. It's not actually hard if I want to do it. That's why when they say, um, find a job that you love and you'll never actually work a day in your life. It's because it took the perspective. It's just as much work. It's just as difficult on the brain technically, but there's a different perspective on it because you love it that it's now not hard anymore. Yeah. It is still if you were to reframe it in another way. It's, it's, it's no more harder... It's the exact same. It is the exact same. Exact same. Just a different perspective. Perspective is everything. It's coming from a passion. It's coming from a purpose. It's coming from all these different places in your head. And you have to unfuck yourself. And again, don't bleep that out because that is the truth of the book. And I encourage you people to read it because just hearing the cliff notes has got me fascinated by it. Because you're always going to have these conversations in your unconscious that you aren't aware of. And the only way to do anything about it is to start a new conversation until that becomes the only conversation happening in your brain. And again, leave room for error. Like I said, I've had a rough week, give or take, because something shifted. Mm -hmm. But rather than me blame everything else, I said, what changed? What have I allowed to happen that has been different? And what is going on? Because it's not like all of a sudden God is punishing me that's, not how it works. Yeah. People are like, God's punishing me. Well, what, do you do anything for God? <laughs> I've, yeah, I, I pray to him. I oh, so you ask he... him for stuff, but you're not doing anything for him right. or her or them or there, whatever you people identify as. <laughs> Again, I'll say it every single time. I don't care what your God looks like. Oh, God, it doesn't matter. My God comes from the Bible. That's mine. Yours, I'm cool with. Yeah. I don't yeah. care if it's the Quran. I don't care if it's, you know, Mary. Joseph, I don't care. All I care about is no one's punishing you. You're punishing yourself. Knock it off. Ain't that what we do, though? Uh, guys, this is, uh, I think I want you guys all to look at that. Like, you know, in all the, you know, stuff that you're going on, that's going on in your life right now. Like, is it really, is it really that bad? Is it really, I mean, can you look at it from a different perspective, from a, a different new pair of glasses? Can you look at something? And I know that you can in every situation. Oh, yeah. There is not a situation on this earth that you can't look at it from a different perspective and, and see what areas of your life that you can grow, adapt, struggle through to get to a place where you want to. Everything has the possibility of, of changing your life for the better. Or perspective is it can change your life for the worse and you can sit there and dwell and it become a victim and everybody does, he did this, she did that, and all blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, nobody gives a shit. Yep. 
nobody really gives a shit. Like everybody's got their own shit going on in their life, and that's what they're trying to focus on. So worry about what I ask you, I beg you, I implore you to really look at how your thoughts are in your day to day. Look at where your mind drifts and try to catch it and try to bring it back into a positive light, you know, because it's very difficult and it's very hard, but it's very possible. Racing thoughts and all the, like, man, I used to literally think that I was, like, crazy. <laughs> like, actually crazy, because I'm like, no, what I'm thinking doesn't even make any sense. Right. Like, in my head, it actually doesn't make any sense, but it's still there. Yeah, yeah. And that's what really drove me to understand how the brain works and what's going on, because I'm like, what do I, am I literally crazy? Right. Because some of these thoughts don't even make sense. Yeah. Like. It's amazing how you can get wrapped up in that. And I mean, and it. You'll notice how much your mind races when you try to listen to an audio book while you're driving to work, and then you don't remember what anything was said. Right. It's because all of a sudden this dude cuts you off, and now that's all you can think about, and you don't hear a word. Which is the great part about listening to audio is because you can try to... Because you're, if it's you're anything, forcing you if you want it bad enough to yeah, focus on it. Yeah, and that's the thing. If any, if you're anything like me, your mind's going to go here. He's going to say one word, and then you're going to th- start thinking about how that word was somewhere else, and another conversation or just, you know, it was, Oh, a squirrel, you know what I mean? You're going to, and, and, and it's, it's great that that happens, but I think the longer you do it and the more you try to become aware and focused on what's actually being said in the audios, the better you'll get at you. You'll be retraining your brain to Absolutely. actually focus. And on it, it is tough. What I've noticed even happens with me and where I implore people to give some grace for other people when they're having conversations and they notice the, the communication breakdown is that you can say a word that'll trigger something. Yeah. And once that word is said, everything beyond that is Charlie Brown. Lost. Wah, 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 wah. Like, that's literally all that is going on inside that person's brain because all they hear, it happened to me. Somebody said, don't be stupid to me mm. when I was explaining something, and I took it as, you just call me stupid? And that's all you can think about. And we had... Another three or four minutes conversation. I don't remember any of it because you're thinking about because I'm sitting here going, "What are you like? What did I? I'm going back in my head. What did I just say? What it sounded stupid? Why would somebody say that to me? Like I'm replaying the <laughs> previous thing, but it's happened between even me and my wife. I'll say something that I shouldn't have said in the moment of a bickering thing, and I'm to me doesn't seem that bad." It triggered something in her, and then it's just blah, 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 blah. And then I'm like, well, you're not listening. Well, yeah, of course she's not, because she can't hear me at that point. Yeah, it's not yeah. that she's not listening. She's hearing noise, but she can't hear a word that's coming out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So leave the space for that with people, and then be willing to go back into it. And do that with yourself. Be okay with allowing your thoughts to race, and then identify why. Focus on that for a minute until you can understand it, and then move back. But you have to identify the negative thought before you can move forward from it. Yeah. And that takes time and that takes practice guys. Tell us what you think about this. Tell us if you're in the process of unbleeping yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not, I'm really curious though. Cause I, I, I don't want to feel like me and Brian's the only crazy cats out here. Like what do you got in this podcast? Did you guys really think about what are, are you doing that too? Is your brain constantly having conversations, negative conversations? And if it is, 
I would like to know about it, and I would like to see if you guys would like to work with me on this. And, and you Absolutely. Know, you know what I mean? So let us know. Let us know in the comments below. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our page so you don't miss any of our shows because it's the best podcast on the <clears throat> in the galaxy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Love you guys. Later.